Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to What Does Defeat Look Like? This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it is Thursday, March 17th in the year 2022, and it is Happy St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patty's Day to everybody. Hope you all have had a wonderful day. I think we need a little bit of music. Hang on a second. How about this? Try this. Yeah, we need a little bit of little bit of ambiance for the for the St. Patty's Day. We're gonna kick it up now. A little bit of line dancing. There we go. For all of you that are have a little Irish in you. Needs to have some potatoes, bangers and mash, maybe some brisket, something like that, huh? <laughs> All righty, there we go. A little bit of start for the evening. Hey, before we begin tonight, mypillow.com is not green, but and I don't even know if it's Irish, but I do know that it makes you sleep better because you get a lot of good sheets. So you head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards and you check it out. And you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, for some great savings, amazing things there. And you're going to be supporting a company that is a true liberty-fighting, patriot-loving company that centers itself around God and Christ. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS. Get all sorts of great, great savings. Use your promo code for all those great savings. Your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And while you're there, you can use that promo code anywhere on the My pillow site the my store site and the frankspeech.com site and even better when you get use your promo code right now you're going to get a free copy of mike lindell's book which is his story of how he went from addict to one of the greatest ceos in our time so there you go patriots head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards use your promo code bards b-a-r-d-s for great savings and if you want to talk to a person then you call 800-975-2939 800-975-2939, and there you're going to be able to speak to a Patriot Pillow counselor, and for all your problems of sleep will be solved, just like that. Again, promo code BARDS, MyPillow.com. All right, so I'm going to start out tonight with a Gen Z rant. I love when I find young, awake people in America. It gives me inspiration. So here we go. Check this out. We have senile incompetence in the White House who doesn't know his right foot from his left, furious over being blamed for his own failures. So now TikTokers are being briefed by the White House on what they want people to think is the reason for high gas prices and basically the downfall of America. Okay, the last person I'm listening to when it comes to information is half-naked TikTok dancers telling me to use Gas Buddy if I can't afford the $7 a gallon. Do they know that the politicians they gawk over just gave themselves a 21% raise so they don't have to deal with the inflation that they caused? Probably not. And it creeps me out that these people can so confidently say such 
such random things that they don't understand themselves. Don't listen to Joe Rogan discuss the virus, but make sure to tune into the influencer who shakes her butt for views, teach you about foreign conflicts and market prices. When will these influencers make videos on the open border? Cartel wars, terrorists walking into the country, human traffickers smuggling women and children. You know, young people should get involved in current affairs, but not when they're being paid on our dime to promote misinformation from our own government. I'd say that we reached peak insanity, but frankly, I don't think we have. And I'm not shaking my butt for you to give you international news. So that's it. And more. None. Not happening. My goodness. That was a good little rant. I'll tell you. That was regular speed, too. I did not accelerate that. I almost had to take a breath in the middle. (gasps) Man, that was good. But anyway, it's good to see it because this gives us some hope and gives us all some hope that we can actually be relieved to know that there is a generation rising that is very much awake. Here's another one from a younger part of the generation. I think they've nailed this right on the head. If you want to take over a planet, okay, if you want to completely take over a planet, the first thing that you have to do is you have to take out the alpha males or the strength of the strong males from the planet because the strong alpha males protect the divine feminine through television and films how they are feminizing men more and more and more you'll see women dressed up men dressed up in female clothes this is not to empower the female in any way this is this is this is a trick to to make it look like that it's empowering the female when in fact it is um, taking away this taking away the protection from the female the feminism movement that happened in the 60s was to um, destroy the family unit from the inside out and that's the biggest joke going because it was never feminism it was destruction of the family and neutering of men I'll tell you if these guys that are out here drinking a lot of soy and putting on dresses I feel sorry for you because there's a reckoning coming, and it ain't going to be pretty. I'd start buying pants. Oh, but, you know, we're going to exclude Duncan on this, because he does wear a kilt, and we love Duncan. And Duncan can wear a skirt. That's okay, because he's he's Scottish, and he wields a sword with that manly skirt of his, but that's okay. If you don't know Duncan, if you're tuning in, you want to check out Duncan. He's the kilted Christian who follows this show right afterwards. It's a great program, and he is a great patriot, so head on over there. It's pretty awesome. But um, all right, so here's the thing. We are witnessing right now an unbelievable deluge of information. And it is the dam has cracked, and it's increasing in acceleration day by day. In fact, I'm pretty impressed with how far and wide a lot of this information is flowing, which is telling me people are really beginning to dig and lift their heads And while we're about halfway between here and the center of the earth in our mining for truth, we finally have some people with a little shovel spade digging in the garden starting to realize that what they were living in is not quite the reality that they thought it was. But nonetheless, the truth is coming out. And it's going to be a devastating awakening for some as it continues. Now, the thing to keep in mind is the cabal is not stopping. All right? And that's... One thing, you know, as we get into this place of feeling like we have a bit of confidence and there is a change in tide, there's no question about it. Don't forget that these evil people, I don't even know if they're people, but these lizard heads are literally continuing forward with their attack on humanity. They're not stopping. Here's an example. There's a short 11-second clip on Canada's new rules 
Effective April 1st, 2022, fully vaccinated travelers will no longer be required to complete a pre-entry test for travel to Canada. So they've initiated this new process, which will now give the elitism and the equivalent of Jewish star to everybody that has been vaxxed. And that's what the people that have been vaxxed don't realize. This is in part the bifurcated world and probably more like the harvest. But I want you to hear this next piece. This is three minutes and 34 seconds. This actually came from a Joe Rogan show. And it's a really amazing discussion on the CBDC, the central bank digital currency, and the things that are in place to make this thing truly one of the most draconian things ever rolled out in humanity. Take a listen to this. So the UK is currently the head of the G7 group. That's the world's most economically advanced countries. And the UK currently chairs the G7 group. Our chancellor, who does our economy, called Chancellor of the Exchequer, his name's Rishi Sunak. He put out this video saying that um, what they want to do is bring in this uh, thing called the central banking digital currency. They want to replace fiat paper money with digital money as a competitor to Bitcoin and crypto money, right? But instead of being uh, decentralized currency, it will be controlled by a government. It's digital currency, but controlled centrally through the banks, Bank of England. So instead of having a bank account with whatever, HSBC or Bank of America, you'll have a bank account directly within the American context with the Fed. In the UK, directly with the Bank of England. You have a personal bank account and you're given digital money in that bank account. These are called central banking digital currencies. The Chancellor of the Exchequer in the UK has already announced their intention to do this as the G7 group. And these, uh, if you look up... Um, this sounds terrifying. If you look way. up uh, the Telegraph newspaper. Central bank digital courtesy, uh, currency, is that the one down it's, below? Uh, digital currency should be programmable. See that one there? Yeah. Now what yeah. they're doing is they're saying, you know, everyone knows that with inflation at over 5%, it's now 5.4%, right? Uh, our fiat money, the paper money, is increasingly becoming worthless and we're headed towards a big disaster. They, the Fed wants to raise interest rates. But we're in so much debt that if you raise interest rates, people are going to suffer because everyone, the, the, you know, we're living on debt as Western economies. So they realize that this kind of the lifespan of paper money is fast coming to an end because of the 2008 economic crash in particular. So they're bringing in these central banking digital currencies. Why is that word programmable in there? So what they said in that article and the, and the chance to put a video out saying this as well, they've said that this money that you will earn from work, instead of having paper money, you have this digital money. It's programmable so that you can't buy certain foods or if you do something that your employer doesn't like, it's all in that article. You won't be able to spend your money. In other words, it's not money. They're vouchers. They're like food vouchers. And they can be programmed so that, like the Chinese social credit system, that if you try and use them on a certain thing, it won't work. You say you want to buy a burger and they want you to buy bugs, which is one of the examples used. If you start to try and buy unhealthy meat, it just won't work. You tap, you tap your card, you can't buy the thing because you've met your quota that month of burgers. You have to buy something like a, a vegan meal. So yeah? it won't just be money in the sense of the way we have dollars or pounds today. Yeah. It'll be something that's controlled in terms of your ability to distribute it. Which is why I'm calling it a voucher. It's a coupon. But even a coupon, if you have a coupon to buy bread, yeah. you can still buy the bread. Yeah. Like, there's but no... you can't buy... See, that coupon to buy bread, what you can't do is buy a burger with that coupon. It's for bread. Right. Yeah. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Yeah. And here's a quote from the article. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy shit. 
I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. Right. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm yes. for people that don't understand what is going on? Yeah, we've been sounding the alarm here for some time, and I hope everybody's been listening because this is very serious. And in spite of some of the shifts and the tide of information, they're doubling down on the speed at which they're moving this out. Apparently, Canada has been having a hard time finding developers for their CB, their version of the CBDC. Each country is getting a CBDC, a, a central bank digital currency. So Canada has now turned to the Massachusetts Institute of Technologies to announce a joint central bank digital currency collaboration. That's moving out. And you've already heard that Canada has now authorized by April 8th that if you're vaccinated, which means you have to have proof of vaccination, you no longer have to have go through entry requirements into the country. This is them creating their slave class is what this is. Now, let's be clear what we're dealing with here. We are dealing with a virus. It is a very real virus, but it's not the one you've been looking at. This virus, the key parts of this virus have seven names. Those names are Rockefeller, Rothschilds, Kissinger, Soros, Schwab, Fauci, and Gates. And I'll just go through those again. These are these are the true variants of this virus. It's COVID Rockefeller, COVID Rothschilds, COVID Kissinger, COVID Soros, COVID Schwab, COVID Fochi, and COVID Gates. They're all the hand puppets of Satan himself. These are true demons. And this is this is what we're truly fighting because these are the people that want to see the eradication of humanity. But this thing is it's even darker. The when you start to look, and we've heard of this, and we've talked about the various levels of the of what they've been doing, Mike Adams and the piece I played last night was a component of how they've been doing our RNA fragments in many of the vegetable products, which now can infect people and even target ethnic classes, which now you have to ask why so much of the agriculture is being stopped. There is a war going on between this elite class and another and the other elite class so we're going to continue to see a lot of strange disruptions in this but here's a piece from 2018 to give you an idea of what they were working on three or four years ago and what they had already moved to in the graphene on food this is very interesting previously we could only make graphene on materials that that were like uh, polyimid a particular type of polymer but now what we found is by tuning the laser a little bit differently and defocusing the laser, which first carbonizes the material, and then we take the carbonized material and convert it into graphene. So what you see here is you don't see ink. This is not ink. This is not the addition of ink to a material. This is taking the material itself, the wood itself, and converting it into graphene, and the laser allows us to write it into any pattern that we wish. This is on a piece of wood, or we can do it even on foods, like this is a potato. So remember what graphene is. It's these single atomic thick sheets of graphite, and now we take these and we put a few of them on top of each other as we convert the material itself, a piece of bread, and so you can convert the carbohydrates that are within bread 
to graphene, or we can do it on a coconut. So you can take a coconut and convert that into graphene. Now why would we want to have something like this? This is all conductive, and so it can conduct electricity. So what we can do now is we can make electronics embedded within fabrics and make electronics embedded within wood. So right now we're going to be lacing a cardboard box here. And the significance of being able to put electronic traces on cardboard boxes is, is that it has a lot of potential commercial significance in being able to write RFID tags directly on boxes so you can either test, tell where it's been or you can put a sensor on the box and see what kind of conditions it's been exposed to. Currently, people are using RFID tags that have been manufactured and they attach them to the boxes, but being able to directly convert a box would be really valuable. Why would one want edible electronics? Well, first of all, let me start with, very often we don't see the advantage of something early on, but when we make it available, people start seeing the real advantage. So can you even take, have electronics embedded on food and then say, use this as a heat circuit to heat the food more easily? If there's say an RFID tag written onto this potato, where has it been? How long has it been stored? Where did, where, what, what's its country of origin and its city of origin? And what path did it go to to get to your table? All that can be embedded, not on a separate tag that's placed on the food, but directly on the food itself. And these can also have sensors, sensors that would detect E. coli, sensors that would detect microorganisms that you might not want. They could immediately light up and give you a signal that you don't want to eat this. So being able to barcode food, in a sense, could have real advantages. I'd like to barcode him. I'll tell you right now, this is all part of the new system of the fourth industrial revolution. And all of this is moving forward. None of this is stopping. And this is the part that we have to really be vigilant on because even the whatever elite war is happening, both sides of these elite groups are pushing for the same garbage. They're just going to tell you that, oh, we control it now, so it's going to be better for humanity. And I'm not buying that garbage. There, this idea is to work an AI, artificial intelligence system in, a, in all of the supply chain logistics so that every single thing from seed to delivery to your table in whatever form has been tagged and tracked even to the point of you consuming it. Tying that with the CBDC, they then are able to identify exactly what your behavior and doing in every single second of the day. Once they add the layers of the injection into that, they're able to get that into your system and track even your thoughts eventually. This is a complete digital prison grid. Don't kid yourself. There is nothing positive about tracking food with graphene or putting graphene and technology into food. Zero. I don't care who tries to sell it to me. You could have the, the you can have a bunch of space aliens come down here and try to sell it to me, and I'm just going to put a bullet in their head and tell them they don't they don't belong here. This is not where this goes in a, in a in a world where we are living free as God's children. And so this is part of the awakening for us to be able to see because you're gonna a lot of this is gonna be very enticing to people. You notice how they polish it. It's gonna be like, oh, guess what? We can tell if your food's been contaminated. It's like, oh, good. Does that mean like it's gonna have an automatically deploying mask that wraps around it? Probably, probably. And this is the the continued process. Now, another big thing in this moment now is you see that in order for the CBDC to come into play, they have to get 
the dollar out of the way. So this is just another reminder of what has happened this week, and it is significant. Here's the real deal. If other countries stop using the dollar to trade oil or other resources, the dollar is predicted by many sources to collapse in purchasing power up to 80%. The real question is, are you prepared for that scenario? And how do you prepare? Well, you get out of cash as much as possible. You get into more real estate, more collectibles, more gold, more silver, uh, even crypto. You don't hang around in cash. There's a reason that the government is doing trillion, multi-trillion dollar spending packages without any care to how it's going to be paid. Yeah, the economy, the dollar is falling. I mean, that was this whole transition now to the petro being sold in yuan is the beginning of the end of the dollar. And that's not a joke. It has to go away, unfortunately, because the dollar has been the hegemon of control over this entire world. And because the dollar is the combined currency that is also the debt enslavement currency, a reserve currency, which is nothing more than a death trap and a, a debt trap for every nation that participates in it, There's no way nations can have sovereignty as long as the Fed dollar is in play. So we're going to have to suffer through this. And it's not going to be easy. This is why we continually are talking about this week and probably every week going forward to make sure you're prepped. And you've got to have some preps in place. You need to get yours as much as you can. If you've got IRAs or or 401ks, get them moved into a place where you can get silver or gold or precious metals IRAs. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I got to remind you, I'm not an investment counselor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a doctor. These are simply my opinions. Do your own research. Okay, that's covered now. Got that one. So in my opinion, and I don't have any, in my opinion, you should. it would be a good idea to think about getting your gold and silver IRAs and get your 401ks out of there. Now, just to give you a highlight, this there is stuff moving here, and it's big because today it came up that the U.S. Mint has announced a silver shortage. The United States Mint will not strike the 2022 Morgan or Peace dollars. That's different than the Silver Eagle, but nonetheless, they are not going to mint those, and that is a very big deal because that is considered a true currency. So this is big, all right, and there, that silver shortage is is going. The silver, the the American, the silver eagles have jumped four dollars and fifty cents in the last seven days, and that's way above spot because spot's sitting at about twenty five dollars an ounce for silver. The American silver eagles were up at about thirty five. Usually pay about nine to ten dollars over spot for those. They're now fifteen dollars above spot. They're, they're in high demand, in high demand. So the dollar's sliding. The CBDCs are rolling out. These treacherous Nazis are continuing, and but they are panicked, and we can, we can start to see those evidence coming about. Here's a few things. Yesterday, Pope Francis warns that the escalation of the conflict in Ukraine could lead to a final catastrophe that would extinguish the human race. 
uh, we will think mirror on that. Basically, what they're saying, what he's saying, is that the lizard heads that have been running this world are now under a point of potential extinction. And I'm going to recruit, I'm going to sh- sh- clap my hands on that one. I'm not going to cry at all. But here's what's interesting in all this rhetoric and noise that you have coming out, including a piece that came out we're going to listen to in a minute from Arnold Schwarzenegger. What happened yesterday that's so significant? Well, besides the continual flood of the injection knowledge of the bioweapons reality of what it's doing to people, Biden yesterday, as we know, announced that he had come up with a new civil rights bill. I'll just let you hear this one again because I can't describe what he actually said. Here you go. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard? I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position and then literally in a sense blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person. Sends it out, put it online. Yeah, that would might be that person that he everyone might know would be called Hunter Biden. And of course the New York Times now has finally reported on the Hunter Biden laptop and the fact that he is being investigated for potential FARA violations and that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Let's not forget that the New York Times, that slime group of people over there, every one of those journalists is slime in that poor organization. They reported that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russia disinformation before the election. So they did everything they could to protect the pedophile Joe Biden and his freak son and that whole freak family. It's nuts. I've been seeing some stuff come out of them. I can't verify that it's out of the laptop, but apparently it is. And I'm telling you, it's it's worse than anything. It's like all sorts of crazy conversations as well with Joe and his son. If you didn't, see, if you haven't seen that article, and it was in Popular Mechanics of all things, where literally Hunter talks in the article about at 16 years old jumping in bed with his father. That's creepy. Beyond creepy, I I, just, I I literally threw up in my mouth when I read it. It's like unbelievable. So this is the sort of people that are in power these days, all right? But then we have, as this thing is starting to unravel and all these pieces are coming to play, we have got their panic moving, and so they have now deployed their buddy Arnold Schwarzenegger to help save the world. Here it goes. The strength and the heart of the Russian people have always inspired me. That is why I hope that you will let me tell you the truth about the war in Ukraine and what is happening there. No one likes to hear something critical of the government. I understand that. But as a longtime friend of the Russian people, I hope that you will hear what I have to say. And may I remind you that I speak with the same heartfelt concern as I spoke to the American people when there was an attempted insurrection on January 6th last year, when a wild crowd was storming the U.S. Capitol, trying to overthrow our government. You see, there are moments like this that are so wrong, and then we have to speak up. And it's exactly the same with your government. I know that your government has told you that this is a war to denazify Ukraine. (laughs) Denazify Ukraine? This is not true. Ukraine is a country with a Jewish president, a Jewish president, I might add, 
whose father's three brothers were all murdered by the Nazis. You see, Ukraine did not start this war. Neither did nationalists or Nazis. Those in power in the Kremlin started this war. Arnold, 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 please spare us the drama. Schwarzenegger's father was the local chief of police. And after Auschwitz in 1938, he joined the Nazi party. And in 1939, the Sturm, I can't even do this well, in World War II, he served as a military policeman in the invasion of Poland, France, and the Soviet Union, including the siege of Leningrad, raising to, rising to the rank of Hopferwelt. I don't even know what that is. It must be a good rank. Okay, so Arnold, your dad was a Nazi. But here's even better. Let's keep this in mind. Kazaria, Ukraine is actually Kazaria. It's actually different even more than that. I'm going to get to that in a second. Kazaria is their nationality. They are all Zionists, and that's their political ideology. Communism is their rule of law. Satanism is their religion, and they are the damn disease. So Arnold, 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 please don't give us any more lies. It's awful when you do that. It makes you all look dumber than you already are. But here's the deal, patriots, and it's pretty important to get this, get your head around this. And this appears to be what Putin has done, and I'm, I'm still verifying this, but the the, at least the initial data is pointing this way. So I'm, I'm giving you this as an initial research model that looks to be honestly true, but I can't quite verify it yet. So here's what it is. It appears that what has happened is that the Soviet Union, like the United States, was a corporation. And when the Soviet Union went bankrupt thanks to the war against them from us, they then created the Russian Republic which is the sovereign entity from that, except it appears that the shell of the Soviet Union Corporation still was kept open. Why is that important? You'll notice that Putin just sanctioned all of the leadership in the United States government, the current government, the, the hand puppets that are up there and the pedophile Joe who's at their lead. And that didn't make a lot of sense because he sent he sanctioned them, their all their monies in Russia. But I had a feeling this wasn't quite what it seemed because what it appeared when he said that, the first thing that came to mind was except, yes, except that we know that their money's in the Ukraine and Russia is moving into the Ukraine. But here's the deal. The Ukraine didn't file for its national borders to the UN and is not officially a country. It's a territory. And because of the older Russian, the Soviet bloc agreement where Ukraine was part of Russia, it appears that Putin has been able to leverage that to seize control as a policing action of all of the finances in Ukraine. It's something like that. And what I reason I bring all this up is that means that Putin just took all the money that these dirtbags have been pigeonholing over in Ukraine and they are now broke. This was master chess-level play. This is like Bobby Fischer, man. A beautiful play, and, I, and that's why it appears that he has seized their monies because he got them at Ukraine level. Not He did not get them at the, the uh, Russian level. So they're all penniless now. They don't know what to do. Pisaki's not going to know what to do when she gets another horrible hairdo. That's going to be awful for her. But they are panicked, and they're continuing to be panicked, right? So moving on here, we have a P. 
piece to understand that Facebook now has been playing games with this, and they're, they're all revealing themselves. It's pretty amazing. Listen to this one about Facebook. Facebook has temporarily changed its terms of service to allow for calls of violence against Russians. At least they're not praising Nazis or anything, but wait, they're actually allowing that too. Emails show that Meta would also allow the praise of the right-wing Azov Battalion, which is normally prohibited. Facebook will allow praise of the Azov Battalion when explicitly or exclusively praising their role in defending Ukraine. So who is the Azov Battalion? Well, for viewers who don't know, it's a neo-Nazi group born out of World War II. It's part of the Ukrainian nationalist movement. And essentially, these guys consider themselves to be part of Hitler's Third Reich. The Azov Battalion, which functions as an armed wing of the broader Ukrainian white nationalist Azov movement, began as a volunteer anti-Russia militia before formally joining the Ukrainian National Guard in 2014. The regiment is known for its hardcore right-wing ultra-nationalism and the neo-Nazi ideology pervasive among its members. Azov soldiers march and train wearing uniforms bearing icons of the Third Reich. That's absolutely true. And it appears that our OSS or and early CIA were part of training them. They also were, the area there was part of saving the Nazis from the Nuremberg trials. They were ch channeling them over there to keep them out of there. But Russia responded again to that nice little move by Facebook and declared that Meta, which is owned by Facebook, is an extremist organization. So good job, Facebook. You're winning all over the place. These people are unwinding. And they're starting to freak out. Even another one of their hand puppets, Jimmy Kimmel, got so desperate he had to go after President Trump for doing just another interview. Here we go. This comes from the Daily Wire. There's another late night host that is still behind, and that's Jimmy Kimmel. He had some thoughts about President Trump going on the Nelk Boys uh, Full Send podcast. This is really something. A uh, small group of YouTubers known as the Nelk Boys. Now, these guys... They show up at Mar-a-Lago in sweatshirts and shorts, logos all over their clothes. Trump sits down for an hour with them during a war to answer the dopiest questions. Okay, Boomer. They have 7.2 million subscribers. I guarantee that they get more views than Jimmy Kimmel does on his show. Damn. I was not the only person that thought that. Thank God. Somebody says, Jimmy K big mad that Nelk podcast is more popular than his primetime TV show. Exactly. Sit down and shut up, Kimmel. Somebody else says Jimmy should go on the Full Send podcast and talk about his blackface experiences. I don't know if you guys have seen those pictures, but it's... Yeah, that came and bit him in the ass for sure. <laughs> it sure did. Jimmy Kimmel, all painted like black man. That was nicely done, Jimmy. You racist scum. Man, I'll tell you, it just doesn't get any better than this. You know, these people are all racists, every damn one of them. Half of most of them are pedophiles. Most of them are, are at the very least, they're perverts. Let's just put it that way. The center point of so much of this is that they are just sick people that have all migrated. We are being led by freaks. And at the center engine of this is literally the CIA and its cultist groups that tie into it because they're all trying, they all recruit these sorts so they can blackmail them and control them. You know, this was crazy because when we started undoing this about five years ago, it's it was truly even felt when you talked about it, it felt like you're on the edge of tin hatness. Today, it rolls off my tongue like, oh, just another day in, in, in Pervertville. Here we go. Pervertville, United States of America. I cannot wait till this corporation gets incinerated because this is disgusting. I love my country. I hate my government. Let's be clear about it. These dirtbags that are running us, 
absolutely disgusting. And they will do anything they can to try to do a scorched earth before they're out. Now, here's another, here's another good piece here by Dr. McCullough. Lots of respect for Dr. McCullough now that he's started to really go leaned into this and use his knowledge to really start bringing out the truth on the injection. What's interesting, it's the tension that occurs here is he's talking to a group of people that are, have apparently taken the vax or at least believe in the vax. Listen to how this one goes. This is interesting. One minute, 37 seconds. They're not doing this because they know it's a health threat. Well, based on the last five minutes, and I'm not saying you're right, you're wrong. We're here to ask questions. You're the expert. I think it's pretty clear why they don't want you talking. Based on your last literally few minutes of speaking, you're basically encouraging people not to get the vaccine. It's not an anti-mandate thing. It's not a don't tell me what to do with my body thing. It's you believe the vaccine causes death, period, full stop. Uh, listen, I've looked at things very carefully. There's no other explanation of why such record numbers of people are dying shortly after taking the vaccine. There are analyses that are published on the preprint server, one by McLachlan and colleagues. This is early in the pandemic with only 1,200 deaths. They reviewed all the deaths. They read the vignettes. Mm. They coded the deaths. They said, did the vaccine cause it or was there some other cause? 86% of the time, there's no other cause. 50% of the deaths occur within two days of taking the shot. 80% occur within a week. It's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer, and you say this all the time. You need, and we're talking about a commission, you, you need to debate Fauci or someone on the Fauci camp, and there needs to be some clear answers here. What well, what? listen, this is not, in my view, an issue of debate. The deaths need to be explained. Sure. Right? But so still, if but, the CDC is sitting on 24,000 death reports, mm -hmm. don't you think they owe America a report? I do. Okay. Aren't you worried you haven't seen a report? I am. Why don't you think you've seen a report? There's something to hide. Bingo. Bingo. That's called getting the red pill suppository right there. And I'm sure that that didn't set well. But that's the way it's going to be right now. And the whole thing is that the folks right now are in denial. Remember, what's in your in your five stages of grief, what's your first phase? We're going to come back to this a lot. It's denial. They don't want it to be true. It can't be true. They said it wasn't true. They said it was good, all these sorts of things. But it is true. But they're not done with this narrative yet. They're going to they're still working with the core of people, and I say they, the elites are still working with the core of people that are deep in the matrix, and we have to continue to pressure to bring more and more truth. Here's a great little piece from Pisaki. You can see what's coming up on the, in, on the near horizon. One, severe and immediate consequences that the United States will face if Congress fails to provide us with $22.5 billion in emergency funding to fight COVID-19. Those consequences are dire. Scientific and medical experts have been clear that in the next couple of months, there could be increasing cases of COVID-19 here in the United States. Waiting to provide funding until we're in a worse spot with the virus will be too late. We need funding now, so we're prepared for whatever comes. And let's remember who the viruses are again. Rockefeller, Rothschilds, Kissinger, Soros, Schwab, Fauci, Fauci, and Gates. I said Fauci twice. And then I felt like burping because that's what Fauci does to me every time I see his name. But that's, that's who the real viruses are. And that's what we're dealing with here. So when she says that, the first thing I'm asking myself is like, are they planning on coming here? Because I have no in intention of making them welcome in our country. 
we are dealing with a real problem in our nation of truth and people's not people not taking enough time to breathe and to assess truth. The, the entire system is unraveling, and the, the elites are coming to a place here where they're getting, they're feeling the squeeze. Here's another one today. German insurance company files, fires the CEO who released the COVID vaccine injury data, then scrubs the data from their website. That sounds familiar, like when the U.S. Embassy scrubbed the data from their website of sponsoring and supporting the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. The hardest red pill everyone's going to have to come to in all of this is that we're not the good guys here. And when I say we, I'm not going to collectively call all Americans a problem because we are a great people and we have a potential to be a great country. But we've been hijacked and there are many people complicit in these crimes. They have gone along for the reasons of, of a salary or paycheck. They've gone on for the reasons because they've bought the media narrative, like Russia's bad. You literally have people shipping ammo over to Ukraine. Well, I'm just going to remind folks that are doing this stuff, like at a certain point here, there's going to be a rebound, and that's called crimes against humanity or war crimes, and you will be held accountable. It's none of our business in Ukraine to begin with, especially since that isn't even a country. It's Russia's policing action. And whether people like it or not, I'm definitely not promoting or celebrating Zelensky. All right, here, here's some crazy ones for you. Watch this one, okay? A little bit about our friend Zelensky. Now, you've seen these colors of the blue and the yellow, which are all around. And they've been using it for COVID and so forth. Well, that also happens to be the colors of Ukraine, which also happens to be the colors of Sweden, that takes us back, and that's the rabbit hole we've been tra- chasing down. But what's really crazy about this whole thing is that the symbol of Ukraine is the same symbol that originates from Kazaria, the Kazarian Mafia, all right? And when you run the name, by the way, of Zelensky, his he is his first name is Lord is not Lord is Voldemir. That's Zelensky. Sure reminds me of Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. Just to highlight this, which is interesting, Voldemir's meaning is ruler of the world, ruler of peace. Almost sounds like Putin shook out the next Antichrist. But who knows? We'll figure that one out on the times that involves. This is really weird. This is stuff here we're dealing with. And Zelensky, of course, is a he's gay and he likes to do gay stunts. And let us not forget that Zelensky is the only president in the history that has done a performance of dropping his pants and playing a piano with his weenie. That's who guys are wanting to go over and fight for. And of course, this is all a big lie. As an American, as Americans, we need to take a step back and realize that this is far more complex than anything we have we know. I want to pay this, play this three-minute and 23-second piece, which is a fantastic perspective. I did play it last night's show, and it's really worth hearing. Again, if you've already heard it, if not, listen up, because this is done by a really astute citizen journalist. How many countries has America invaded since the Second World War? 
America has been in 19 wars since World War II. The death toll from modern American wars killed in the name of freedom is over 20 million and counting. They have overthrown 36 governments, attempted to assassinate over 50 foreign leaders, and dropped bombs on people in over 30 countries. Syria was the latest of 14 countries in the Islamic world that US forces have invaded, occupied, or bombed. But you believe your American media when they say Putin is a crazy warmongering dictator. Is your self-righteous indignation based on an understanding of basic history or just triggered by the next new bandwagon that is trending on mainstream media? 90% of these deaths are ordinary men, women, and children. They started the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Gulf War. In the last 60 years or so, the list of countries the US invaded includes Bosnia, Cambodia, the Congo, Cuba, El Salvador, Guatemala, Indonesia, there's been wars in Iraq, wars in Afghanistan, wars in Syria, Central America. They are the global bullies, destroying any country in the name of democracy and human rights. But the intention has always been to strip the nation of its resources and enrich their military industrial complex. Now, what about Britain? Did you know that there are only 22 countries in the world that the UK have not invaded or helped in starting a war? The hypocrisy of the West is an abomination. Where was the sanctimonious outrage when Israeli armed forces bombed and shot Palestinian children armed with nothing but stones? Where was the sense of injustice when George Bush and Tony Blair invaded Iraq? Even after the UN weapons inspector Hans Blix visited Iraq and confirmed that there were no weapons of mass destruction. What a coincidence that Mr. Blix was found dead from suicide. Do any of you actually know Ukraine is not even a sovereign country? The state of Ukraine does not exist. If people just stopped and educated themselves before flinging themselves into a frenzy of indignant theatrics all over social media, they would discover that in 2014, UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon stated that since December 1991, Ukraine has not registered its borders as an independent country. Ukraine is still under the territory of Russia, and everything that happens in this area is in fact an internal matter of Russia. And as far as Putin is concerned, there is no invasion. But now suddenly you're all Ukrainian. You all stand with George Soros, Hillary Clinton, and Marina Abramovich. Everyone is so used to instant news, like instant coffee and instant noodles or instant text messages, you don't have the patience to step back, to query the historical context of present day events, to educate yourself on an intricate and complicated ancient conflict. So my question is, when everyone starts shouting on the rooftops that today they stand with Ukraine, do they realize that they're actually standing with Russia? <laughs> I love that last. How's that feel? You've been you've been waving the Ukraine flag and the whole time you're like, oh, you mean I, I'm actually supporting Vlad? You are. You're actually supporting President Putin. So, oops, sorry about that one. Might want to go take a drink of scotch and go bury your head in the toilet. That's how bad it is. That's what that's what this reactive culture gets. And there's way too much of this emotional reactive culture here in the States. These people are being taken down, but they are not going to go down easily. They're going to try to do as much scorched earth as possible. And it's it's going to be painful for all of us. The dollar's collapsing, and none there's not going to be a quick fix on all of this. 
I have absolutely no doubt in what the potential of America is. We have an unbelievable potential ahead of us, but we're going to have to dig in and we're going to have to hold that line of truth and we're going to have to walk away from the temptations to do the same thing as was happening before with different masters. That's not going to work. This is how we got here, by not paying attention to our roots and what this country was truly about. Here's a good reminder for TikTok and all the other criminal social media companies that are out here. Ooh, TikTok, me and you need to have a talk. I wouldn't want to get caught on the wrong side of truth. We're seeing a lot of videos coming out of Ukraine, of Ukrainians stating their government is actually firing upon them. Russian troops are actually conducting humanitarian operations and getting them to safety. This platform alone has done nothing except push propaganda videos for the last two weeks to protect this corrupt administration's narrative of Ukraine. When it's all said and done, and those voices are actually able to speak the truth, you will be held accountable. What I mean by that is these videos that are going up, showing Ukrainian people stating that their government has turned against them. You're complicit in hiding crimes of war. Crimes of war and crimes of humanity if you've been complicit in giving the shot. We're in the age of accountability, patriots. This is a time when the bell will toll. We as a nation are going to have to face some brutal red, tr red pill truths, and it's going to be difficult for all of us. We need to stop being reactive, take some time to breathe. Don't jump on board these bandwagons to start reeling up because most of them are manipulated to create traps. But the fact of the matter is that if we're going to get to the core of this and to the bottom of truth, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be held accountable for their actions. For veterans out there that are eager to jump into the war of Ukraine, you just might be tried for war crimes because it's not the war you thought it was. For those companies sending over arms and ammo, be prepared. There'll be war crimes on that too, and you will be held accountable. For the doctors and the nurses, for the school teachers, for the school administrators and the politicians that have pushed this vax, that's crimes against humanity. And you'll be held accountable for that as well. We're not stopping on this until this gets to, the, to an end. An end where everybody sees the truth. An end where people are held accountable for their actions. We cannot have a nation that continues to run around like chickens with their head cut off without having any accountability for their actions. We will restore accountability as we will restore faith and God back on the throne in this country. It will be a difficult walk, but in the end, we will achieve what we need because God's guiding us and Christ is in our heart. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We've come together to reflect very deeply on the state of the union and the state of our world. Lord, this republic, what you gifted to us, blessed us with, with you on the throne, has a long ways to go to return to the place where we begin. Tonight, we pray for the mercy of our nation. We pray for the mercy of your hand on this nation as we pray to heal this nation and bring it back to its rightful center, humbled before you with government subordinate to us. 
Lord, we have drifted a long ways away from the moral foundations of intent that our founding fathers placed before us. We have become a corrupted state in which we are easily followed lies and half-truths, like, like chasing after squirrels as they run across our paths. Forgive us, Lord. That lack of wisdom, that reactive nature is driven from a lack of faith. We are not standing as a nation on a rock of faith. We're standing on a mountain of sand. So, Lord, forgive us as a nation. We plead mercy for our nation. Pray mercy for your hand to help us instead heal this nation as we walk forward to bring people together, to pray for the repentance is needed for all the things that have been done to reset this nation in the glory that it was intended as truly the light on the hill for the entire world. Guide us, protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots, whatever form the United States takes as a republic, it will be a powerful revival because so many will have God at their center as we lead the nation forward or lead this country forward. We may not see nation states. We may see a combination of small little counties or a redefinition of the entire republic. I don't know. But what I do know is there has to be an accounting for what's happened. And the government and the people that have followed that method have to be held accountable for the misdeeds that have been done. There's a lot to deal with in the weeks, months, and years ahead. This storm is just beginning. So anchor yourself hard on that rock of faith and buckle up. There's a lot to come. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. We need to keep our feet solid on the rock of faith. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for a reason, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, 
and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 